All right, guys, so it's here. We have merch. 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 Yeah, if you go to tpublic.com slash rude dude, you can find all of our merch. So you want to rep your favorite Hamilton moment. Yeah. You want to be a baddie daddy? Yeah. Go for it. You want to be a bisexual king? Yes. Go for it. Uh, Do you rep your... argue in front of your salad? Yeah. Yes. Not in front of my salad. Not in front of my salad. Yeah. If you think Archie's a bad friend and you want to, or you just want to be a rude dude, uh, you can go to our T Public site and uh, all of our designs are up there. We're going to upload more. Uh, we have seven up there right now. Uh, you can get anything from t-shirts to hoodies Yay. to tote bags to phone cases to mugs. Yes, get, get a mug, baby. Stuff. Drink out of our Rude Dude. Drink your exactly. coffee. So uh, go to tpublic.com slash Rude Dude and get uh, all your merch there. Yeah. Uh, and do that. I just want to know if I wanted bubble tea. And I'm like, okay. Oh, <laughs> a couple goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish my boyfriend would come in here and ask me if I wanted bubble tea. Oh, yeah. jokes on me! I have yeah. no. Oh one. wait, funny joke. Here, let me ask my oh, boyfriend. I'm sorry. What's up, rude dudes? Welcome to the Riverdale Rude Dudes podcast, the podcast dedicated to everything Riverdale. <laughs> my name's Chris, and I'm just trying to get to work with these. Rival teen gangs are sneaking around my apartment building. <laughs> my yeah. name's Candace, and I'm the OG baddie mummy. Ooh. Uh, my name's Bridget, and like, uh, I'll join your call if your dad's hot. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, won't we all? Right. Uh, so welcome back to Riverdale Root Dudes. We're doing season three, episode 17, The Raid, which I realized at the end of the last episode, I called it The Master. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Maybe you had 50 shades of gray mm. in your mind. <laughs> like uh, the masters of the universe? Maybe. I don't know. The internet told me it was The Master, and then oh. I checked Netflix, and it was called The Raid, and I was just like, somebody... Uh, at me, at us on Twitter, and tell me why I made this mistake. Yeah, like, why did I do that? All right, so a lot happens in this episode, you guys. That's true. Yeah. We get mob troubles. We have <laughs> gang infiltrations. We have uh, mom ex-cons being mom, mom troubles. troubles. <laughs> so many mom troubles. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just say a disclaimer in terms of the political climate. I actually I was greatly uncomfortable by this episode now watching that these teens have been militarized by the police to oh, basically, yeah, know. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah. conduct in uh, many illegal raids. Uh, mm -hmm. It's uh, I, I, I'm just going to say justice for Brianna Taylor. I feel like this whole episode yes. is very tone deaf <laughs> in the, you know, they literally yes. do a no knocks. And they're just busting down residential areas where we know there are children and grandmothers, and there's just loose ass gunfire. And these right. boys are just here to rough them up. And you're like, ooh, this is all bad. This is all contributing to a bad narrative. So um, with that out of the way, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that all the copaganda, it's great. Yeah, I will say, I really like the. Um, Edgar stuff. I do like the tail end of season three because I think that the Edgar stuff is so wild and like fun and weird. Yeah. And oh, it's he's a the most fun. Chad Michael Murray is just so hot. And yes. I'm going to be saying that because I'm currently in my hot box of a room and it's like 35 mm -hmm. degrees humidity in Toronto right now. But mm -hmm. like Chad Michael Murray could, I'd give him my organ. Yeah. Have I said this? He I've can said get this it. on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I definitely would. Look, we'd all give Chad Michael Murray our organs. Like he has yep. aged so well. 
Like, I know. Yeah. Like, I know. yum, yum, yum. <laughs> <laughs> yum, yum, yum. I agree. Yeah, see, I just want to give him my organs so he can have his hand inside me. <gasps> yeah, yeah. Ooh, yes. First date. <laughs> Spicy. Yes, I do agree. He is very hot. Um, and they keep putting him in this room with, like, this dark lighting and, like, you know, making it very, very moody. sexy and weird. Cheryl yeah. is into it even. Yeah. And we know she doesn't like it. Like, yeah, you know, she's little, just like, so. all right, you're making me question. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So shall we get into it? Yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. So we set this episode off uh, with the serpents all sneaking around Riverdale High, skulking and sleuthing. Mm-hmm. And then Tom points a laser pointer at Sweet Pea and shoots him dead. Like, you're done. <laughs> get out of here. He's like, oh. Poor Sweet Pea. I love this, like, teen detectives are getting trained by laser tag. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's right? very fun for these teens. <laughs> Yeah. They seem to be really enjoying this too. They're like, yeah, late night training exercise with Tom Keller, best cop they've ever had. <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, if there's any practical application for Sweepy making pipe bombs, it's him joining the police force. Right. <laughs> Especially oh now. So he loves this. He loves this. Uh, but FP comes out and he's just like, you boys, you got to get your shit together. When you're mm-hmm. out there being teen detectives, you might get shot. You might get assassinated with lasers. So do it again. And it's like, yeah, Riverdale's that bad. Yeah. <laughs> They're promising yeah. you will get shot. <laughs> you will get yeah. pregnant and die. Like Murder capital oh. of the world. Oh, we cut to Betty C and Ron, who's just like, can you just spin your parents' divorce in like a negative way? Which isn't that hard, but Ron can't even do the bare minimum and being like, actually, my parents are bad for each other, and this is actually a good thing. I know. <laughs> and Ron's then, insane. Yeah. Yeah. Ron, I think Ron needs to go to family therapy, not her parents. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I love how Evelyn comes in with flyers and posters for her recent stand-up night. And <laughs> Ron's just like... It's like, hey, ladies, I've heard the lockdown's been going really poorly, and I really want America to reopen again, so here's my stand-up night. Okay. Oh, my God, I hate you. I know, and Ron's just like, okay, hang him up. But Betty's just like, ooh, we're going to go to that little improv show. Yep. And they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to heckle Evelyn. <laughs> I really wish we're it was. going to heckle the shit out of I'm Evelyn. I'm so um, proud of, of B and V for sleuthing together this episode. Good for yeah. them. Yeah. I'm also surprised yeah. B didn't try to use V to actually get into the farm. I feel like she would have been a better choice. Because I think Veronica oh. can still be. She was being preyed on, right? Like They were like kind of setting seeds because they knew she was getting yeah, her yeah. parents divorced. But also, Ron is a mafioso queen. So she's here. She, like, I feel like she'd be like, oh, I know all your games. Like, yes. Once again, I she's feel like. She's like, you think I've been manipulated by a dad figure before? I have. Yeah, like I just, yeah. I wish maybe it would have made, I mean, for drama's sake, they need to use Cheryl because Cheryl forgot, like, you know, keeps getting used as a victim and a prisoner. It keeps happening every oh, season. Poor Cheryl. Um, but I think it would have been more fun if Veronica was the one to go undercover. Like, I, because oh, I think she could do oh, it. Yeah. She'd do it better. Yeah, well, like, I think Ron was going through a lot this episode, and Betty's like, okay, I know what you're going through. I'm not going to, like, force more labor on you. Mm-hmm. What's Cheryl doing? She's just <laughs> fucking Tony in her mansion. Right? It's like, <laughs> doing nothing. Bet she'd been, yeah. Madeline Pudge needs to earn her paycheck this episode. You're like, jeez. Um, yeah. And then we cut to the Joneses sitting down to have breakfast, and FB's bacon isn't the only thing that's crisped up. Because the trailer was on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Jack, i being like, what? Wow. Oh, there goes the neighborhood. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. Jughead, yeah. be a better actor. Yeah. And Jellybean's just like, come on, daddy. We're going to go watch some cartoons. I know. And it's like, you're... 
You're 13 years old, you fucking freak. I know, but I bet they watch like weird, like uh, you know, like how um, uh, in the 90s or the late 2000s, early early 2000s, they were like uh, getting a lot of anime. For, like oh, distributed yeah. and like some of the hard stuff like Evangelion so like <laughs> I bet JB is like dad we gotta go watch the <laughs> the boy whine in his machine um, daddy season finale the third impact's about to happen we gotta go watch them turn to orange ooze <laughs> and he's like oh and gotta like, go boy <laughs> alright this is this is too sad and weird yeah I, my oh, headcanon yeah. is FP's a huge weeb yes absolutely 100% he yeah. loves a My Hero Academia, though. He, he does not like Evangelion. N- no, he doesn't like anything mainstream. He likes that good shit like that. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that why you think that he... Uh, is that is that why you think that he's taken down so many Gargoyle Kings? Because he has the power of plus ultra on his side? Yeah, yo, yes. yeah, yo. Dreamin'. Don't give up Dreamin', Yuffie. Dreamin'. Oh <laughs> Luffy, that's his name. Fuck. Um, yeah, no, he's got the power of God and anime on his side. That's how he took out mm-hmm. the Gargoyles. Uh, but I feel also Gladys just straight up threatens her own son because he's trying I to take down her part. drug business. So I'm just insane. like, Gladys, leave your son alone. Yeah. He's just trying to do what's right for his whole family, yeah, which is stop making drugs. So creepy. I guess it's kind of in character, yeah. though, because like uh, all we know about Gladys prior to this was that she did not want Jughead to come to her operation in Tusla, 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 Tesla. Tesla. Tulsa? Um, and so <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce American towns. Like, uh, Tusla. Tusla? Tusla? I know. Tesla. Um, uh, and Toledo. she's like, you can't come here. You can't sit with us. So this sounds like she's that's yeah. an easy jump from you can't sit with us to I will kill you if you meddle in my affairs. Yes. I know. Ugh. But she's not the Whatever. first adult to do this, so I don't think she realizes that just gives him more power. But she is his mother. <laughs> I mean, but like, we'll, we'll see this later, but Hiram did get called out for trying to murder kids multiple times, so uh, Gladys is kids. just no different. Yeah. Good luck, Gladys. Yeah. Well, I mean, Good you luck, know Gladys. who loves murder kids most of all? Penelope. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of this too. I don't know. Chad Michael Murray is a close second. Oh, he also loves yeah. murdering kids. Wow. He doesn't love murdering him. He loves just loves gutting kids. He just wants their little insides. Mm. (laughs) You know, Hal Cooper is looking the most, like, nice, consistent. I I mean, he murdered kids, too. But, like. (laughs) He's the most consistent. He's threatened less of them. Yeah, yeah, he's threatened less. He doesn't even threaten. He just kind of goes with it. He's like, oh, who sent? I know. Not even Alice is afraid of him. Um, but then we cut to Kevin giving the tour of the farm while Megan and Garrett are making a stupid fucking mural. <laughs> Megan and Garrett. We let the kids express themselves here. Isn't that fun? You know, they're just painting like devils on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> things, my friend. Megan's just like, yeah. Defund the police. <laughs> it just keeps like <laughs> writing small hashtags on it and just like, yeah. just a Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. I, like secretly, I bet it's the most progressive place because they're going to take anyone's organs, right? Like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Uh, but also, also Becky's really heckling the host of this show, and Kevin just goes, "What was that?" But he's like, "Nothing. What's in there?" <laughs> <laughs> I know. Why is he not suspicious that she's here? I know. <laughs> like, like Kevin, you know Betty more better than anybody. She was your best friend, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Also, why did you Ugh. have her in the musical? Why did you keep inviting her to things? You, I guess you've forgiven her, but you're still suspicious of her? Like, what is happening? 
Why is Kevin I dumb? Know. I don't understand. I thought Kevin was like. I yeah. think it's because Edgar's just like, we want Betty, so be nice to her. We want those golden locks and sell them on the black market. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, she doesn't want any organs, just her hair. We want a scalper. Yeah, we're going to lay Miz her so bad. She's going to dream yeah. a dream once we're done with her. And you're like, oh yeah. Uh, but then Alice comes out of uh, Edgar's chambers, and Betty breaks off of the group to talk to Alice, but Alice is just like, I don't want anything to do with you. You hate me, so whatever, and then awesome. leaves. Mm. And Betty's like, ugh. I don't think I could ever wear an all-white suit ensemble, like three-piece suit ensemble, because I would like legit get the following coffee, dirt, and then period blood in that order all over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Good. Also, just all-white suits don't look good on me because of my complexion. That's just my... <laughs> yeah, that's because it's it is a color, right? So like, not everybody um, has like the undertones where like that really bleached oh. white looks really nice on, right? Guys, it's if somebody like, who yeah, knows no. about color theory, I could tell you all a thing or two about who white looks good on. <laughs> who, who who does white right. look good on, Candace? Let us know. <laughs> they look good on yeah. winters. On anybody who, I mean, everything is about shade, right? So you, like, one of you could probably wear an eggshell or something off white, but you couldn't wear white. Um, I also am not great with wearing white, but, uh, it really does depend on like what your skin tone is, like where, what makes you look dead and what doesn't really is what I always say. It's like, if mm. you have like really, if things make your skin look pale and ghostly and ghastly, like a serpent, um, <laughs> and then your eyes are sallow and like, yeah. you have like lots of, um, shadows on your face. Yeah, That's just like my know. boyfriend, Danny Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like Danny Phantom. Exactly like exactly. Okay, I want exactly. that. I want that look. <laughs> I want to look like a scoopy goopy. Uh... <laughs> I want to look like I crawled from a well. One, please. Yeah. Yes, please give me that. <laughs> yep. Uh, but then one of the pharmacies pulls Betty into an interview, and Evelyn's mm -hmm. just like, this is only for people who are serious. And Betty's like, what if I am serious? And everyone's like, okay, fine. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I was like, she's trying to get like under Betty's skin and Betty's just like not breaking. Also, this music choice is pretty crazy because the same music that they played underneath uh, the Alice and Betty finding out that Gladys is the one who bought their house. Oh. It's the same kind of like, I know, playful, like, like kind of playful, curious, like what's gonna happen during this scene between Evelyn and I'm like, she's she's also 37 years old and asking this teen questions. Yeah, but Evelyn just ends the interview so abruptly, and Betty's like, okay, bye, whatever. Um, Bye. Man, Bye. if Bye. I, I mean, I have the knowledge of like who Evelyn is now, but I feel like just to mess with her, I would love to just like, if I say goodbye, like if you're like, oh, so are you cold to people? Are you, are you like cold hearted? I'd be like, well, only to like people between the ages of uh, 25 and a thousand. Hmm. <laughs> you seem to fit in there. Where do you fall? Yeah. Where do you mm -hmm. fall on that spectrum? Are you a thousand? Yeah. You Are you cool thousand. to adults? To all adults? Yes, I am. <laughs> Did you know, like, we describe you as haggard for a teenager. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, she tries to defend herself, and she's just like, okay, boomer, and then walks away. <laughs> oh, do you think that's, like, how she tests, how she, like, proves uh, that uh, uh, Evelyn is an old person? Because she, like, yes. calls her okay, boomer, and then Evelyn goes, racist! 
Yeah. <laughs> just gets really she mad. She calls her Karen. She goes, peace, Karen. Yeah. And Evelyn goes, oh, that's a hate crime. That's a slur. No. You, yeah. You slurred me. I've been slurred. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I've I'm been slurred. <laughs> You've been slurred. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, dabs away. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love to see aggressive Gen Z Betty just try to really get Gen X Evelyn. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so funny that we keep acting like Evelyn's not our age. <laughs> I know. I, I know. know. We're pretending. We're like, yeah. she's not us. We're not her. We're still here. We're not her. <laughs> I'm still here. We're still young. Taka 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 taka. Doing the Macarena for anybody who wasn't seeing what I was seeing. <laughs> the hippest dance. Okay, yeah. But we uh, cut to Hermione being so mad that Hiram's oh not God, inviting her to this prison opening, right. and Ron's just like. Um, you did try to murder him. Of course, he's gonna be a little <laughs> mad at you. Right. And now they're only getting divorced now. Yes, I know. I also it's wild. love how uppity like Hiram is about this, and he's. I feel like he's just like. I don't know how do you describe it because he's just being so like. Oh, I can't. Uh, she just yeah. She tried to murder me. Mm-mm. And you just like it just feels like it's like, the wrong. Right, you're constantly uh, trying to murder people. It just yeah. feels like if my if I found out that my dad was gonna get murdered by my mom, um, I don't know. I don't. It's just he wouldn't be kind of mincing around. You know what I mean? Because it just feels like Hiram's just like oh, no. Oh, like he becomes like an upper class like bourgeoisie uh, Victorian woman yeah. when he, you're like confronting him about being murdered by his wife. <laughs> yeah, he acts like like a uh, like the queen when uh, Harry brought home Meghan Markle. Like. Yes. Her? Yeah, yes. You're just like, she tried to kill you. What acting yeah. choice is this? I don't understand anything about Hiram's life, though. I can't wait for him to be on Katie Keene for me to understand even less about his life. Even less. Do you think he keeps like calling Hermosa and being like, oh, you would not believe the day I have had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My daughter I had at yeah. 13 years old, I'm guessing in Washington Heights. I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know what this timeline is anymore. Yeah. Um, but I saw how Hermione's just like uh, trying to like explain to Ron how, you know, she's the wife of an ex-mobster who's made moves and now she probably will be whacked. And Ron's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I forgot. We have a bad family past. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mom, uh, what? <laughs> I love how, what was it? Was Hermione like, she's like, oh, you know, those St. Clair's. They're waiting. Yeah. They're waiting for us. They're waiting. <laughs> they, Your little boyfriend beat them up. <laughs> remember that? Because mom does. Uh... <laughs> mom remembers. <laughs> Grabs a Chardonnay, chugs it. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, I'm cut to Jughead uh, eating all of Archie's food and uh, giving away all of his plans to take down Gladys. And Archie's mm-hmm. just like, I'm just happy to have you next door to me. <laughs> we can hang up more. I know. <laughs> and it's just him eating like all the yeah. food. <laughs> yeah. Jarchi rises. Yes, Jarchi. Like, I could see into your room. Uh, I, I see more into your room than I'd ever did for Betty. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really funny. I wish they had a, a shot where it's like the Betty, like the classic one where Betty's looking across and sees like half naked Archie and they like kind of stare at the window, but it was actually Jughead doing that to him. Yes. <laughs> yeah, just like, hmm. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be a way better turn of events. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that's when they sing Taylor Swift, You Belong With Me. You belong with me. Yeah. She wears short skirts. I wear a jughead hat. Oh, no. (laughs) He's cheer captain and I'm a weirdo. I'm I'm weird. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. Have you ever seen anyone wear a stupid hat like this? Just me. You're like, dude, you can take that off. That's the talking part of the song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, but then Archie gets a call, and it's from Juvie, and it's Mad Dog. Yay! He needs help. Yay. Here. He's alive. I forgot I forgot about Mad Dog, and when he, uh, honestly, when I heard him, I was just like, yes, I forgot that Mad Dog was want. still in prison. Poor Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah. Like, all those kids were left behind. Get him out of yeah. there. Yeah, Baby Teeth, Jeff. <gasps> baby I don't know teeth. what the other ones were. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> he went Dude, there. Rum tongue tugger. He has to return. Yeah. Um. Uh, but then we cut to Jughead gathering the serpents, and they're gonna be the DEA of Riverdale. And even though they can't get through laser pointers, they're gonna take down massive drug operations. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, uh, it's so bad. He's about to like, uh, it's so corrupt. It got corrupted so quick. Oh, oh yeah. Holy shit! Defund these teens. Defund the teens. <laughs> Uh, so brutal. I know. Uh, yeah, I, this yeah. is where I'm like, oh no, there's some, gonna be some bad implications that these guys are gonna take the law into their own hands. I know. The law. I am the law. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And but then we cut to Juvie, where Archie's sitting down with Mad Dog, and he, t- Mad Dog tells him that the Juvie's shutting down, mm-hmm. and everyone's gonna get transferred over to Hiram's They're adult going to prison. Prison. They're and kids. All of them are being denied bail. Or a denied an appeal, and that's against the law. And Archie's like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna get you out of here." Yeah, like how? What? <laughs> yeah, how oh, he Archie. he goes to his girlfriend, his ex girlfriend. Oh, of course, he knows her. So uh, Ron comes to visit Archie at the gym, mm-hmm. and uh, Archie wants Ron to contact uh, the Innocence Project, but she's like, "No, I'm gonna contact the governor." <laughs> she tricks Julie into coming to meet with Archie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, he tries to leave, and Archie's just like, "Dude." You had an illegal fight club that I was a part of. Yeah. I can just out you. And he was just like, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, it's like, dually. whoopsies. Also, Hyrule Lodge put this hit on me that was like a, a bunch of nerds came to LARP and beat me up. We got that all on tape. <laughs> like, uh... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of kids in armor and slingshots try to pelt me with water balloons. I don't know. Yeah, they were right. saying they were, they were doing DPS on me, and I was like, I don't know what that means, dude. You're all yeah. listen. I won't rest till Riverdale stops having nerds. Um, but yeah, Dooley's just like, what do you want? And Ron's just like, I want you to pardon all of them. And he's just like, Oh yeah, I can definitely do that. That's definitely easier than what? Because <laughs> at first he's just like, yeah, What do you want me to do? And Ron's just like. like pardon them yeah and he's like oh fuck you're right that's so easy <laughs> oh, oh my god i could totally do that <laughs> holy shit I, I could do this this whole time yep yeah be right back pardons uh the tiger king i did it <laughs> <laughs> pardon like, me no, no, good sir like no yeah. bad governor dude <laughs> Joe Exotic comes out with four more albums about tigers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like how like the uh, the bars in the prison are like the stripes of the tiger. Yeah. And how America is really just the, the, the bars for the tigers in America. I'm like writing the songs for him already. Perfect. I don't know why I wouldn't love a tiger. 
Um, <laughs> uh, but then we cut to Bed and meet up with Cheryl mm-hmm. uh, to get her to try to infiltrate the farm. Uh, but Cheryl resists because uh, the only crime is wearing white after Labor Day, and there's no mm-hmm. problem with that. It's just mm-hmm. a fashion faux pas, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but Betty tries tries to get her uh, to see that this is a literal cult. Yeah. So she uses the twins, and then Cheryl's like, "I don't care about kids. I don't care about these twins." And I was like, "What about you being a twin, Jason?" And she's like. Oh, fuck my weakness. <laughs> yep. Yeah, got me, bitch. Um, I don't care about these twins. Yeah, got me. <laughs> True. They could die. Did you know that one of them was named Dagwood? I would not condone that from my nephew. I would not let him be named this. Your sister <laughs> oh, no. is trash. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And then we cut the Evelyn combing her hair in the washroom, and then Cheryl starts oh. crying. And we know Evelyn feeds off the tears of the week, so oh, she goes no. sniff out those salty little waters. <laughs> Like a saltwater <laughs> crocodile, she enters the lagoon, searching for her next victim. Yeah. And then she finds Cheryl just crying uh, crying over Tony, because apparently they broke up, mm-hmm. which is Again. a lie. But Evelyn's just like, you want someone to talk about it with? I can talk about it with you. And then uh, Cheryl comes strutting into the blue and gold office, shirt open, and is like, I'm in. <laughs> and Betty's like... I'm in the middle of a meeting. Uh, do you mind coming back a little bit later? Yeah. It's like, Cheryl. You mind closing your shirt before you leave, though? <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I love it if she was, like, having a meeting with, like, um, <laughs> like a perspect- respect- uh, prospective uh, universities. And, like, Cheryl just, like, barges oh, yeah. in on her, her, um, her Harvard interview. I know. Uh, but then we cut to Sweet Pea going into the comic book shop to take down these fucking nerd drug dealers. And then Jacob comes out and pulls out a knife, and then the little nerd tells him that the gargoyles are set up on street corners to tell people where they sell drugs. And then Jacob's like, okay, cool. Trash the place. And he's like, no, I need to make up my sales for Comic-Con this year. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish the comic book guy was more like comic book guy from The Simpsons, where he's like, worst drug bust ever. And like, it just gets like, (laughs) I don't get it because in comic book stores in Toronto, the guys who work at them are hot. So I don't, understand this narrative of like these um, like Candace, that's yeah. uh that's that's your opinion. My <laughs> my opinion's good. That's that's, that's my opinion. opinion. You don't like nerdy guys in glasses? Well then I don't know how to help you. I mean I went to McGill. There there's so many of them and then you get to know them and then you're like, oh no. Speaking as a nerdy guy with glasses, we're all trash. Um, <laughs> I was just I about to make care. a joke about Chris. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, you just find out yeah. they're so gay. <laughs> just yeah, it's gay. true. That's yeah. the other side of it as well. Then they, they don't want you. They just don't want you. I don't know. The beguiling in Toronto, everybody works at beguiling's hot. All the girls, all the guys, right up. Just like people yeah. who work in beer. Hot. Well, bars too. Uh, yeah. Well, people work in bars yeah. are oh, yeah. hot people. But bars, you know, sometimes like, I'm hmm. just like afraid that they have chlamydia. You know what I mean? I'm like, how many people are you sleeping with all the time? A lot. Right? <laughs> Famously, <laughs> a lot. Famously. Uh, somebody who worked in bars. A lot. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but then we cut to Betty giving Cheryl Alice's old spy gear oh so that God. she can get mic'd up before going into her interview with Evelyn. That I can't believe Evelyn asks Cheryl what her favorite color is like we all don't already know. I know. But then I also can't believe that Cheryl gives her a dissertation on why it's her favorite color. Yeah. Yeah. No? And then I looked up the color. Um, mm-hmm. Please res- um, reference your notes I've given yeah, I to it. the class. Uh, page three. Mm-hmm. Um, it is called um, Flame Scarlet. Pantone's Flame Scarlet. Honestly, mm-hmm. a little bit disappointed in this color choice for Cheryl. Really? Yeah. It's kind of matted. It's not like very vibrant or saturated. Yeah. I'm going to be real. This is just a tone in 
Cheryl's color wheel of reds. And if this is her favorite one, mm. I'm just gonna like yeah. Just because, like, for Cheryl, I either associate her with a real, real, real true red or, like, mm-hmm. you know, something a little more cherry red, right? Like, cherry, you know, Cheryl, cherry. Well, Cheryl, because Cheryl wears no blush or anything to, like, dis- yeah. make her face distinctive. Um, <laughs> but. I mean, she wears that red lipstick all the time, and no, then she also the has that like, is... crimson red hair. Yes, but both of those things, and her beautiful big brown eyes, all of those things are great. But because of her not coloring her face, she's able to actually wear a lot of different reds. Hmm. Because if yeah. she were wearing blush, or hot, or like highlighter, or bronzer, or anything that would like make her face. Defined. Or if she had, yeah. or if she had face, or if she had like skin like mine that has rose undertones, she wouldn't be able to wear every color because it would just like bring out the red in her face sometimes. And you know they're doing makeups, they're doing an okay job, is what I'm saying. By We're putting a lot of color theory and tone matching in this episode. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you guys. This is why um, I'm going to be starting my uh, freelance business of personal shopping and wardrobe consulting. If you guys would like a consultation on your colors, I can do that for you. Um, <laughs> well, it'll yeah. be on well, our Patreon. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it'll be on our Patreon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then during this interview, Edgar comes in and Betty freaks the fuck out. She's yeah. like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then uh, Evelyn gives her uh, dad husband a little kiss before she leaves. <laughs> 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 Uh, Edgar asks Cheryl about her trauma and she just spills all of the shit that happened to her just like yeah I I almost killed myself at Sweetwater River and then he's like okay cool so you were baptized and born of fire just like the antichrist (laughs) my job's already done and Cheryl's just like oh you're right I am Daenerys Targaryen (laughs) I love that for me (laughs) I I really cannot believe uh this insane manipulation and also Cheryl just like falling for it immediately. She's like, Oh, shit. I love it. <laughs> he yeah. Gets on a deep level. It just shows that she hasn't gone to any therapy. She's just been like hanging out, having sex. Yeah. Good for her. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yep. And then we cut to uh, mad dog meeting Archie at pops and mm-hmm. free and clear. And mad dog's just trying to find his family, but baby teeth's just like, I don't got no more tooth fairy money because all my baby teeth <laughs> fell out. I don't got money. Oh. <laughs> <Archie> just like <laughs> baby teeth. That's called meth. <laughs> oh, baby teeth. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but Archie gives them all the ex-con spots at his gym, and mm. Tom's there to be the house mother, and they're all like, <laughs> "Yeah, we're all gonna fight, but now for fun." <laughs> And not for old men's pleasures. Except meanwhile, Tom Keller's like, I'm really happy to watch you boys fight because Archie needs competition. So I guess Archie's good at boxing now. Has that been established? Yes. Did he? Is it because the grinding of. So I've been playing Final Fantasy IX. So sometimes when you have to fight a lot of things in a row, you grind really quickly. So was the gauntlet of 12 opponents gave him a lot of xp in one go so he's leveled up quite a bit since the last time we checked in on him i don't know what i'm saying i just keep thinking this would be really funny as an rpg you're not wrong um we could have just had masterminding from his control center trying to take out all the different drug areas of Mm -hmm. riverdale yeah and then he goes in to try to bust the gargoyle but turns out he ruined a bus and fb comes swinging out of that truck being like boy 
You got some splaining to do. Also, wait, that they caught the guy, so it's fine. Right? Yeah, but is it fine? I don't know. I guess you're like, and he's going to bring us to Kurtz. And you're like, so you admit it, it is Kurtz. Yeah. (laughs) Is it bad? Ponder that during the break. Hello. Hi. Hi. We're going to take this ad break to tell you about our Patreon. Yay. Oh, wow. It is now affordable. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Five There's, bucks, baby. Yeah, five bucks. Uh, is the, it's our highest tier. And with that, you get a bonus episode. Yes. Yeah. We talk, yeah. About, talk about Digimon. We yeah. talk about cats. We yeah. talk about Frozen. It's anything we want to talk about that's not Riverdale. We might oh, talk about gonna, Witcher, baby. We're going to yeah. be rude about it. Yeah. We're rude we're about it. Be yeah. Rude. You know uh, us. We're rude as fuck. Also, a $3 tier where we can just shout you out on the podcast. So if Yay! you have a birthday coming up, if you love somebody very much and you're like, hey, can you, uh, they love rude dudes. Can you shout us out? We will. If you hate somebody, why not? Well, yeah. I'll fucking talk about how much I hate somebody. Oh, we love fucking shit talking. And then also, we have a $1 tier, which is just for anybody who wants to uh, contribute every month uh, to us. Yeah. Uh, every dollar counts. Yes. So if you want to go to patreon.com, Slash Riverdale Root Dudes. Uh, pick your tier. Pick anything. Uh, we love you either way, and you'll get here from us, and we'll love you. Yeah, spare a coin to your Root Dudes. Yes. Yeah. Valley of Plenty. <laughs> oh, Valley of Plenty. Yes. Yay! Yay! We're here! Welcome to the break portion of our podcast, but mm, instead of mm, a break, mm. we're going to let you know about the TV Co-app. Ooh. A live stream app for TV fans. Yeah, it's an online community where you can... Follow friends, uh, share content, and, uh, you know, talk about your favorite shows. Yeah. Such as Riverdale. What? Yeah. That's what you're listening to right now. Do you guys like Riverdale? I mean, we might like Riverdale. Maybe. But have you ever listened to this podcast being like, hey, I wish I could talk to them right now and tell them my MVPs or favorite moments from the show. You can. Yeah. (laughs) Because we will go live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And you can uh, watch us recapping the most recent episode of Riverdale. Yeah. And if you want, you can also uh, comment live with us. And we'll probably respond to it. Because we're delighted anytime we see a comment. I would literally love it if you talked to us while we were live streaming. Oh my God, that would be the best thing. That would be yeah, sick we'd as happily hell. to take your questions, your answers, and concerns. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we know uh, there's a lot of concerns. Oh, yeah. endlessly. But yeah, please give us a follow. Download the TV Co app wherever you can find uh, apps on your interwebs. That includes uh, Apple apps and Google apps. Yeah, and don't forget to follow us on the TV Co app and tune in every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the most recent episode of Riverdale recap. Of season of four. Season four. Anyway, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Back to the episode. And we're back. Mm. We're back. And FP's just yelling at Jughead. I know. I mean, I'd be pissed too if my teenage son was like misappropriating power to be able to like target vulnerable communities through right? systemic oppression. <laughs> I right? Get, That's I'm, the sheriff's job, yeah. boy. I am paid to do this. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, honestly, why Jughead took the law into his own hands and is acting like a yep. th- like a thug, like a little mm-hmm. policed thug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Jughead's, Jughead's like going insane, trying to take out the drug trade. And although well, Gladys just comes down just being like, I agree, we should def- defund and dismantle the systems of oppression that are targeting vulnerable communities. <laughs> and FP's like, you're right. I'm going to go do that now. And Gladys is just like, 
I win. <laughs> I know. So and then bad. me as an audience member, I'm like, is Gladys wrong, though? <laughs> I know. Gladys isn't wrong, but definitely ulterior motives. Well, yeah. because, I mean, you know, the one thing about Gladys, though, is that she's just like this, you know, white lady who's taking advantage of people in worse positions than her. So she's also in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Bad. Oh, yeah. no. Bad Gladys. Yeah. Bad Gladys. Bad. Yeah. Oh, is just so pissed because he's even he's just like, listen, I know you're right. We should dismantle the systems of government that oppress lower income communities, <laughs> mm-hmm. but God, you're awful. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like we we meet yeah. eye to eye at this point, mother. Yes. But the rest oh, yeah. of your policies lack foresight in supporting our most vulnerable. <laughs> is that why you enabled me foresight? Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and then we cut to Mad Dog and Archie just fighting, having fun. Right. Then Elio has to come out and fucking ruin it because he Ugh. creams all over the stage. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> fucking hate Elio. Yeah. Well, Elio's just like, oh, there's new hot young cum for me to suck for money. Mm-hmm. And Archie's like, get the fuck out of here, you creep. Get out of here. He's Go. Like, He's like, <laughs> Archie's like, I played this game and I hated it. Yeah, oh I like how Mad Dog's like, ah, I mean, if push comes to shove, I could always beat him up. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. That's Mad Dog for you. Also, Archie doesn't know about privilege. That's what I don't understand is that, like, Elio hires and takes advantage of people who are much angrier and yep. better at fighting than he is. Yep. So, yeah. why are you doing that? He's not. He good. has a lot of money, so maybe that's it. Also, but, I- like, where does he keep getting this money? Because he keeps losing every time he comes to Riverdale. I seriously think that Veronica gets married to him in five years. <laughs> I seriously think that. <laughs> Honestly, match no. made in heaven. <laughs> well, I just like, you know, they say that she's married in five years. So I'm just like, like when the show comes back. And so I'm just like, she married Elio? Like, who the hell would marry her? <laughs> That's true. It's not Archie. Uh, but speaking of Ron, yep. we cut to Ron's suggestion to her parents that they should go see a, a marriage counselor. Oh my God, like what? <laughs> her mind's like, That's the fucking stupidest <laughs> thing I've heard in my entire life. Like, life yeah and then uh ron plays the god card because mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what hiram loves more than mobsters and hating teens god. he loves god mm-hmm. oh i was just thinking how silly this was i think it's the oh. silliest thing like how the do you whole... approach this family therapy situation yeah. like how would you if you were a therapist you're like all right here we go my new clients are coming in yes and the right. lodges and they're like well we're a mobster family, and she's yep. put two hits on me, and I've put one hit on her. Also, I've tried to kill my daughter's boyfriend multiple times. Whoopsies. <laughs> like, right? how would you even like, approach this? I would just, like, I close my it. little notepad and be like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, I do not get it. I can't, I cannot understand where Ron's head goes. But, you know, Oh, yeah, no. She's insane. Uh... Yeah, but she just wants uh, them to fight for her family. And Hiram's like, "Um, no, no, I think the fighting's over. And then Ron's like, oh, really? Really? You're mad that mom tried to kill you once? How many times did you try to kill my boyfriend? And he's like, ugh, ugh, that's not the issue here. (laughs) Just like slowly starts like putting his Yu-Gi-Oh cards away. There's no battle city (laughs) up against Archie. Not at all. (laughs) And and try try to kill me once? No, thrice. Three times she tried to kill me. Ugh. And it's like, water under the bridge. But even her mind is just like, 
<laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeah, like, I know. It's like, no, Hermione thank just you. scoffs at him so hard. But Ron just like pretty much calls him on all the bullshit. Just like, listen, I know you've been tr murdered. You've been trying to get murdered. Yep. But she's been trying to get murdered, and I've been trying to get murdered. So we've all we've all tried to murder each other. So can mm -hmm. we just give it up? And he's like. That ship is sailed. Yes, I will continue to try leaves. to murder her. <laughs> yeah, you've tried to all try to murder each other, and it's not fair that you're just trying to. You're getting so butthurt, Hiram. Yeah, listen, you... it's like the people who like make fun of you, but then when you try to make fun of them, they can't take it. I it's know. Like, yes. He's just like it's butthurt. Such a perfect way of putting it, because like, oh my god, when he starts getting like this, I'm like, oh no, here comes the ambulance. Ooh, wham. <laughs> 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 Wait, 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 wait. Oh no, I can't stop waiting. Oh no, I will watch. My wife tried to kill me. <laughs> Honestly, my mom boss wife hasn't tried to I saw the I saw big Ange and I saw, the I saw big Ange. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Uh but then we cut to Cheryl telling Betty about how Edgar can just fucking get it. Yeah, Betty's no. like what? Okay, cool. I just want more information on the farm, though. So can you get it? And then someone tries to walk in to use the bathroom. And Cheryl goes, excuse me. This is private property. You need to get the fuck out of here. And she's just like, it's okay. I just went. And then, like, backs out slowly. <laughs> See, there's moments like this where I'm like, oh, they're trying so hard to be glee. Like, this is a very yes. glee moment. But... I wish they doubled down. I don't know. Me too. I wish that they were funnier. More they songs. They don't know what to yeah. do. Oh yeah, they need they need one more original song per episode out of coming out of nowhere. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I just watched the politician. Politician has more musical moments than Glee does sometimes, and I'm like, you know, right? gotta get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Got it. Get it. Um, Betty gives Cheryl a list of seemingly innocuous questions mm -hmm. out of the Alice School of uh, Sleuthing. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. So just ask these questions. Um, make it seem natural. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to still fuck Edgar. Is that okay? She's like, yeah, whatever. I'm not charging you. Yeah. I'm cool. Ask your girlfriend. Yeah, I'm not charging you for that. <laughs> yep. We cut the pops where Baby Teeth just loves eating those fucking burgers. Right. But Bad Dog loves earning money to get his family out of low-income situations oh, more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, because apparently his family's held up in a G&G &G den. That's a whole apartment building? Which... Like, what? What is Riverdale? Like, this is what I don't understand, is that, like, there's this, like, north side that, that we obviously are all privy to, the north side. Yep. But then the south side has these weird pockets of, like, trailer mobile homes and like urban development low income apartment yeah, yeah. low income low income apartment complexes and yet what the fuck? no grocery stores like yeah, where do people get their food we've never been to a grocery store i know from the prison i don't know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so like farmers markets i feel like there's like i know that they only there's only so many sets that like a tv show can have but it just feels like there's like they just keep fluctuating to like oh the high school oh the 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 tent yard oh a uh, thistle house but like uh, oh the tent yard oh yeah the tent yeah you know the yard full of tents uh <laughs> yeah uh but then we cut to hermione walking into her office finding a little present and it's <sighs> Dead fish. Yep. How nice. I know. What's on the menu tonight? Sushi. You notice they're like farmer's market fish. <laughs> I don't know like how Veronica didn't think this was going to happen, though. It was like pretty obvious. <laughs> I know. 
Oh, yeah, but she, like, busts out the cab. She's like, I'm going to die. Might as well break up the good stuff. Yep. And Ron's like, look, I know, like, Ron knows that she knows that she's about to kick the can, and mm -hmm. Ron's just, like, so fucking pissed. Yep. Which also, in hindsight, she set up this plan, so she's acting real sneaky in this moment. Ow. She knows her life's not in danger, is only in danger from uh, her daughter. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. it's uh, pretty sneaky. Pretty sneaky. Oh, yeah. Pretty sneaky, Very sis. sneaky. Uh, then we cut to Archie telling Jughead about the uh, Gargoyle Den. That's an apartment clump complex. He's like, should we tell FB? And he's like, no. We're not telling my dad. We're going to go in there and bust some skulls. This is real restorative justice. Uh, 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 yeah. It's just the more <laughs> yeah. it goes on, the more I'm like, Jesus Christ. They didn't even knock before. No. They started sweeping this place and throwing people to the ground. I it's know. Guys, it's not good. It's fucked. it's fucked. Question our media and its portrayals. <laughs> That's what I say. But also, Jesus, yep. I like how it's kind of video game-like because it's like, okay, so they got, they got <laughs> Archie's now acquired his own gang and he's like, yeah, my gang can actually do shit. Yeah. Unlike the, unlike all the circles I try to start, they all go, <laughs> those circles go all over the place. <laughs> I've learned my lesson. No more circles. No more circles. No more circles, and don't let Reggie into this gang. Mm -hmm. Reggie is suspiciously missing these last few episodes. I know. Yeah, well, him and Ron broke up. Um, yep. So, so he needs some here. time to heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he technically dated Archie in the musical. <laughs> this is true. Technically. This is true. Uh, but then we cut to Betty listening to Cheryl's meeting with Edgar, mm -hmm. and, she, and Cheryl's trying to get information about all the tapes, and then Edgar gets wise to it, and Cheryl's just like, oh! Uh, I don't know why I want to see them. No reason. Yeah. Then Edgar's just like, I want to show you something. Come with me. I know. And then weird. it cuts to Betty just listening to what's happening. And Cheryl just walks into a broom closet. Yep. And everything goes dark. And Betty's like, wait, what happened? What happened? <laughs> and then the next day at school, Betty confronts Cheryl. And Cheryl's just like, why are you so mad? I texted you. I was fine. Everything's fine. Uh -huh. And Betty's like, you were in danger? And Cheryl's just like, um, No. Actually, I don't want to be your mole anymore, but I'm staying at the farm. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> I live at the farm now. Bye-bye. I know. Like, it's so spectacularly yeah. backfired. It's pretty funny, actually. Well, and when you find out why she stays at the farm, it is the most batshit insane reason oh. of all time. And Betty could have helped her it's... with that. But instead, she was like, nope, I want to live in this weird fantasy world. Yeah. yeah. But also, the thing is, is Betty put her in that position. She chose literally True. one of her most vulnerable yeah. friends. Yes. This is a girl who's had conversion therapy, almost mm -hmm. committed suicide. Like, mm -hmm. by all accounts, in pretty much any mental health circle would be like, she should be on a list. She should be watched. She should be looking. Yeah. She's burnt down her house. Yeah. Betty was there for all of these things at ground zero for Cheryl's mental destruction. Mm -hmm. So for her to ask her to go infiltrate a cult that is that knows how to prey on the vulnerable, the mentally vulnerable and weak, uh, maybe don't do that. Yeah. I'm yep. just saying, she, yeah. Betty's a bad friend, like a oh, very bad friend. Absolutely, she's a terrible friend. Betty's bad friend TM. She, her and Archie. Sorry, Archie. I guess you more and more, I'm finding out that they're somehow perfect for each other. It's not cute. It's not <gasps> oh, good. Oh my God, are we changing Candace's mind? No, I don't want. I don't like Barchi. I'm just saying that it seems like they're both awful. <laughs> they're both awful for each other and for the world, but they should stay together because get them out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Pair him off. Why yeah. not? Yeah. Uh, but then we cut to Ron confront Hiram, mm. and Hiram's just eating way too much charcuterie. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like he's that bored in front of him. <laughs> there is so many cured meats, and he's poking out a little egg, I think. I was like, what are you eating? What is this lunch you're having? Well, he's probably on the keto diet, right? Like he's probably just gonna only eat protein. Oh god, it makes me I so guess. mad. <laughs> but he's like, I'm staying at the five seasons, might as well really lean into this five seasons lifestyle. It just digs into all the charcuterie. <laughs> yeah, I, guess so. <laughs> I mean, not gonna lie, I also um tend to in any sort of uh restaurant setting like ooh, don't if it's a, br- a brunch buffet and there's a charcuterie board, you know I'm gonna eat all that meat. Right. Give me all that cured meat, baby. Put it in my body. Mm. Cure me with your meat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, as yeah, somebody yeah, who loves yeah. a charcuterie board, I understand. Uh, but yeah, but Ron confronts him about the fish mm-hmm. that uh, Hermione found at the office, and Hiram again is like, what? Me? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, stop with this fucking yeah. Blanche Dubois. Right? <laughs> I do declare like, your mother got a threat. <laughs> <gasps> Ooh. Like, stop. You're not a Tennessee Williams dame. Like, <laughs> calm <sad>. down. <laughs> I know. It's weird how he talks like a weird, like a pissed off teenage girl sometimes. Like, yes. oh, well, if that's how you really feel, then like, I don't know, like, <laughs> go, you and your mother should like, I don't know, just like go sleep with the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just so oh, yeah. weird. He's such a bad, he's such a bad dad. Yeah, he's such a bad dad. But all Ron wants is just for him to do the bare minimum and, you know, mm-hmm. not shut her out of her life. And he's just like, all right, I guess. She's that's like, you fine. can't kill my mom, Dad. You can't kill my mom, okay? I know, but it's like I'll be out in public with her so she doesn't get murdered by my friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's funny because like in the next season, Sharon's like, I don't want you in my life anymore. You're trash. I'm gonna start my own business. Then he's like, oh, I'm gonna be in your life. So why didn't I wish Ron used that strategy now? Or she's like, okay, fine, Dad. Don't be in our lives. By the way, I'm starting a new business opportunity involving prison management who'd be like oh, oh okay i want to be in your life yeah but she's like no but she's like yes oh no god what a weird relationship what are these writers thinking like this is such a straight it's not even like a, oh this is compelling what a weird oh it's a, twi- a twisted calamity it's more I like it's the fuck they can't make their mind up this is why we yes. talked this is why we talked about like all the women of color in the show get like fucked yeah. over. Jesus, shitty storylines. Yeah. It's garbage. Mm. They garbage love this character because I can't tell. I can't tell. I can't. Me neither. It seems like you hate this character. Me neither. Yep. Mm-hmm. But they claim that they yep. don't. Uh, then we cut to Buckhead post fuck, mm-hmm. and Betty tells Jughead that he's she's gonna get the farm tapes. Jughead tells Betty that he's going into that gang den, and Betty's like. I love us. Jughead's like, yeah. I Let's was like, fuck some more. I, I was like writing down, being like, what is this? Was this espionage pillow talk? And then Jughead literally says, best pillow talk ever. I know. Like, They're a little sick freaks. I know. It's like, you just wanted to see them naked and post fucking. Yep. But also, this brought, this brought up an interesting point where like, is Betty still staying at the five seasons with Ron? Like, where is she living? Because she's definitely not living there. No, she's staying there every day. She's doing what all people in relationships do, where they don't officially move in, but they just, you know, 
Interesting. They're still there. <laughs> they're just they're just there. Um, but then we cut to Hiram doing a photo op in front of the prison, yep. and he's just like, "I want to thank my lovely wife, Hermione Lodge," and <laughs> yep. she just goes, "Hi, hi." <laughs> it's like, or Madam Mayor, as some of you like to call her. Yeah. And then it's just like a such a stilted, so weird, weird photo op. Yeah. Like I kind of Hiram does not have public speaking skills because I really wish Hiram had like a like um uh, a Borat accent while he was doing this be like this is my wife (laughs) Mm -hmm. honestly i think he's minutes away from doing that because he's has absolutely no public speaking skills he's just like uh thank you all for coming here today um fuck what did what did ken hall teach me in public speaking oh my god gotta follow the fun follow the fun huh huh fun okay uh my wife received my uh, wife (laughs) dead fishes that's fun. Yeah. And then we cut to Jughead gathering the serpents to meet up and give give them the plan. Mm-hmm. But then they just go in and raid this drug den. But not baby teeth because he stands guard. Yeah, <laughs> but not teeth. long because he's a baby. He is just a baby boy. Uh, they do like a COD style sweep or a Call of Duty style sweep of the whole building. Hmm. They go floor to floor, skulking and sweeping. And I'm like, oh. Sweepy finds a drug den. It's like, not here. And then a woman tries to leave her apartment. And they're like, shh. And she's like, I don't have fucking time for this. And just shuts the door again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's like, ah, I've been quarantined for 14 days. I need to go get groceries. Shh. No, no. Yeah. But although she's probably just like calls her boss. She's like, can't come into work today. Yeah, it's the teens again. No, I'm not making this up. No, I really want to come to work. <laughs> I want to. No, a big one. He just went shh with his lips, and I said, that's threatening. So I closed the door. Of course. Yeah. Um, but then they finally reach the floor where the drug den's at, and then someone takes shots at Jughead, yep. and then all the little gargoyles come out of their apartments and start attacking all the serpents. But then Jughead takes out the guy with a gun with a fire extinguisher, Yep. and Archie comes out and takes out the, all the backup. But then more gargoyles come, and Mad Dog's just like, don't worry. I got this. And takes off his hood I know. and starts beating the shit out of all yeah. of them. Well, these huge, like, these huge guys are there. And all these little gargoyles are like, oh, no. Yeah, they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, these are, are all, like, underground fighters. <laughs> yeah, like, you guys are methed up nerds. Like, you can't take down true-to-life Fight Club members. It's mm-hmm. very funny. To it me, it was funny. Oh, Watching him just punch <laughs> nerds. And you're like, yes. Yeah. And then I remembered, oh, yeah, these two kids are doing a no-knock policy um, raid on a residential area, and there's open gunfire. And we've already established that there's a small boy with his elderly grandmother living in this building. Ah, optics, my friends, optics. (laughs) Stop this, maybe. Did not age well. Did not age well at all. Um, uh. But then Jughead and Archie find the drug lab where they're all cooking stuff. Mm-hmm. And Kurtz pulls out a gun on Archie in the shadows, but Jughead takes him up before he can shoot. And then Archie's like, don't worry, I'm going to go join Mad Dog. And then helps them kick the butts. Yep, all the butts. <laughs> and then Kurtz shoves Jughead out of four-story window. Yeah, I can lie. This was badass. Because he was like, hey, this was. do you believe you could fly? And then Jughead's about to say, yeah, yeah I believe I can touch the sky. <laughs> R. Kelly was a pedophile. Yeah, like he just screws R. Kelly as a pedophile. Yep. Yeah, no, but what a what a baller move by Kurtz because mm-hmm. he knew that he would not get the brunt of that. Um, yeah, yeah, like I said, yeah, very but, badass. The fact that he thought that was a viable escape plan. Yeah, <laughs> and I didn't mean, even hesitate. It, it almost was. Yeah, yeah. He just 
Also, we could kick Jughead through like planks of wood, like mm-hmm. nuts. Jug- Kurtz is all messed up and has some super strength going on. Well, Kurtz is also uh, a hobgoblin in this universe too, right? Yes, that's He's true. He's a jingle jangling hobgoblin. He's got a lot of superpowers. Uh, but whatever, Jughead gets uh, knocked to the ground and Kurt tries to run away. Yeah. Uh, but all the all the gang members go, Jughead, no! And Jughead's like, don't let him get away, you idiots! And they're like, oh, right, uh, get him! Oh, no, get him, fellas! Jughead's like, I just survived a four-story job. Take that, Russian doctors. I feel like at this point, FP would have shown up because there was gunfire in a crime building. Also, how did... FP was like... Effie had set up a drug bust earlier in the show to find out where they were cooking meth. <laughs> so I don't know why that this building didn't stand out to him as a place where all the gargoyles were cooking all their drugs. Right? Because nobody it looks is like a, a good drug den. <laughs> Nobody's a good sheriff. Yeah. Also, why didn't Jughead oh, okay. tell him? I know. I wonder that yeah. as well. But yeah, get to Hiram showing the Monsignor out of his house after he just annulled his marriage. Mm-hmm. And Ron's like, it's not what I wanted. And Hiram's like, I know what you wanted. Because you sent those little stinky fish to your mom. And she's like, uh, you got me. Her hands still smell like fish. <laughs> she's like, how did you know? And he's like, because you got them from Magnolia's cupcake. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has the Magnolia stamps on them. Cupcake and fishery. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I think it was a little fishy. Uh, I'll try not to make a halibut out of it. Uh. <laughs> Salmonella. Uh, That's a buy. I don't know. <laughs> um, tuna. <laughs> tuna next time. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. You Whoa. found out? Yes. Well, thank God it's over. Ah, <laughs> uh, swordfish. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Who's the writ- paid writing comedian here? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> hey man, I don't know. Uh, really, uh, really uh, not up to scale. <laughs> no. Oh, I think it's finished. Hey. Okay. Uh, quit gupping around. Ah. Oh my god! <laughs> okay. I can't be a part of this. I know. Uh, well, we smell blood in the water for this. So, Jesus. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so Hiram reveals that he knows that Ron was the one who sent Hermione the fish. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, yeah, I wanted you to protect her long enough that you just fall back in love with her. And Hiram's like, that's not how it works. And Ron said that it's over, but Jesus, this man's dangerous. Yes. Get this strappy, leathery muscle man out of your life. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, oh, I right. don't. I do not understand her being like still my dad. I'm like I would be like no thanks. Papa, can you hear me? Papa, can you see me? She goes like Papa's right there, and Papa it is bad. Yep. Stop pa- talking to Papa. <laughs> Papa need to go. Yeah. Bad Papa. Bad Papa. Yeah, Papa's. It's like the same like with Eleven talking about her Papa. You're like no, mm-hmm. stop. But she's Bad like Papa's. eleven years old, so mm-hmm. I know. Uh, but then we cut the Jughead confronting Gladys about all the guns that, that were at the warehouse. And she's like, whatever. They need guns. They're scraggly little teens. Mm-hmm. Jughead uh, threatens to go tell FP. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Gladys is like, this is between you and me. Leave Jelly Bean out of this. And it's like, I think you were the one who brought Jelly Bean into this. Yeah. Je- Jelly Bean's famously manipulating her father so that she he stays quiet. Yep. Yeah, I thought um, it was really funny that, like, Jughead was super appalled that, like, gang members would have guns. I know. 
in America? He's like guns? Oh my! I know. What mm. gang member? What guys? Have you heard of this? Like gang members with guns? Guns in America? In America? Wait. You hear? Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> Your gangs don't have switchblades and bow and arrows and mm-hmm. pipe bombs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and our fists. <laughs> Aren't you a noble gang like we are? You're not a noble club. gang, yeah. mom. You use guns. <laughs> We're a club at school. Isn't your gang rich in indigenous traditions and histories? Yeah. <laughs> I get a what credit for serpent? being this gang. <laughs> Remember the yeah. serpent from our mythology, mama? Mama? Mama, can you hear me? <laughs> Mama, yeah. can you see me in the night? Um. Yep. Uh, but then we cut to Betty breaking into that janitor's closet mm-hmm. and searching for those tapes as Edgar mm-hmm. makes an announcement that Cheryl has officially joined the farm. It's and on Betty's the PA. Like, it's so funny. I know. I know. He's just like, our girl Cheryl, say hi to our newest recruit. And Cheryl's like, hi, guys. Blessed be the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to let you know we're having a really cool, crazy party later, and you're totally all invited as long as you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at hashtag Cheryl Bombshell. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I see always why Cheryl's joined the farm because she thinks it's a social media influencer yes. circle that'll like unfave all of her posts. Yeah, she's like, I thought this was like a tart thing. I thought we were just, it was like a sponsorship trip. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then we cut to Mad Dog coming to Archie, telling him he's going to fight for Elio. Mm-hmm. Archie's just like, no, that stinky little man's going to come all over you. And he's like, <laughs> got no other options. Yep. He's like, this is life. Archie's just like, you know what? fair and they do a little handshake and he leaves and archie's just like god i wish i could do more but i'm so poor i'm also a teen i'm also dumb (laughs) a lot of reasons and then we cut to betty giving cheryl her tapes uh because she's like now the farm doesn't have anything on you and cheryl's like um i'm not gonna stop going because i can still see jason there and And betty's like like, wait (laughs) so you can hear his voice it's like a seance and cheryl's like no he lives at the farm he Lives at the farm and it's fine. It's fine that I know he lives at the farm. Shut up, like, Betty. He lives at the farm. <laughs> Betty's like, what? What now? Huh? Huh now? And then we cut to Betty meeting with Alice, yep. asking her if she sees Charles at the farm. Yep. And Alice is like, Yeah, why the fuck else would I be there? Do you want to talk to him too? You can see him. He's actually in the FBI. I mean, whoops, Edgar, 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 Edgar. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I know. It's so good. Actually, I like this moment a lot because it really shows like, ooh, if this is like what they are in retrospect, if they're trying to plant the seeds, this is like the first time where Alice gets to finally speak the truth because she has found shit, Charles, at this point, right? So she can like finally say what she's like i did find him and he's the most beautiful baby boy i've ever seen and he's so smart and handsome and looks just like his father fp and like me like me and i couldn't have met him because of uh edgar right uh him 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 i know at this point it's just like are you part of the FBI at this point? Tell this woman the truth. Like She won't. She's too bad to Betty. Yeah. And also, like, she should know that Betty's a teen sleuth. Betty is the Nancy Drew of her time. She yeah, should know this. Yeah, and you don't want your daughter to get involved and get in danger. Maybe you should give her some crumbs to be like, I should lead her to the I FBI. Know. I don't know if that was me. Like, I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Edgar's great. He really um, lets me see things all the time. But um, the most important thing is Charles. I want to really focus on Charles in this situation. Hmm. Betty, 
You know what? You should. You know what? If I had a job, I think it would be female body <laughs> inspector. You know what I mean? Female Jesus body Christ. inspector. <laughs> I like to female body inspector. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> she just keeps repeating this. And she's just like, Betty's like, what the fuck is my mom yeah. on? And then she wakes up in the middle of the night. FBI. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh boy. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then we cut to Betty meeting with Edgar mm-hmm. after all this time. Betty and Edgar head to head together again. Edgar lets him know. Yeah, Edgar lets her know that he has multiple copies of these tapes that Betty stole. Sure does. And Edgar's just like, all right, what do you want to know? And Betty's like, everything. Mm-hmm. Edgar's like, all right, that's very unmanageable for the amount of time I have allotted for this. So, like, maybe we'll like dissect what you details what you want to start. And Betty's like, Everything. I said everything. Edgar's yeah. like, no, no, but like, like, where do you want me to start? Like, inception of the cult. Like, I can tell you whatever you want. What's nope. our ideology? Like, no, <laughs> tell me everything. Mm. How many spleens like, do we have on campus? I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first. Thing do spleens regenerate? He counts In retrospect, I wish Betty brought questions because it sounds like what she needs. Because he's Edgar's like, okay, I've opened the table. Like, there's no way he's gonna reveal we steal organs, baby, baby. Um, so like, <laughs> I feel like she needs to like get some like, I don't know. I feel like she could have played this so much smarter. Yes, absolutely. maybe she does oh, ask better questions. I don't know. I just think she everything. Really this is not a good Betty episode. This is Betty no. making sloppy, no. sloppy, stinky, sloppy mistakes. It's true. Betty's being she sloppy. Six, like, we can't all be NCSI, but mm, sloppy. NCIS. NCII? CSI? Mm-hmm. CSI, NCIS, yep. uh, Law and Order, SVU. Body inspector. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then we cut to somebody just nonchalantly handing Archie a chalice, and Jughead's like, wait a minute. Yep. Oh, no. <gasps> And then inside there was a quest card that says defang the wolf cub. And there's a tiny little tooth in there. And they're just like, wait, tiny teeth. This is a baby's (gasps) baby (gasps) teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, no, baby teeth. It's not funny because a boy died, but it is funny. (laughs) Then we cut to FP in the middle of the forest, stumbling upon a a G&G sacrifice site. And FP's like, what the fuck is going on on this day? This is a <laughs> fucked up one, though, right? Like, yes. like it, yeah. it's a little out of the mo of the gargoyle Baby king. Because I think the gargoyle king. I mean, they make people drink Kool Aid and then carve symbols into their symbols. bodies. But also, detoothing is pretty horrific. I That's mean, a very painful. You have to thing. remember that it's Penelope, and she gives zero shits. She does not care that these kids die. She want she wants the core four to know that she's out for their blood. She's like, I don't give oh, a yeah. shit. Yeah. It's don't give a fuck. A wee bit fucked. A She's wee creepy. bit. She's a creepy lady. Oh, so fucked. But guys, that's the end of the episode. Wow. <gasps> wow. Woofie. Oh, we wow. Did it. oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Me? Who? <gasps> I <laughs> never. Yeah, yeah. We've gone through an emotional roller coaster with this one. All the characters are what kind a wild of ride. Yeah. ridiculous. So now it's time for MVPs and favorite moments. My MVP of the episode, baby teeth. You know what? Oh, no. Got out of prison, yep. loved pops, helped them break up a drug den, but then got murdered, and that's Aww. that's not okay. No, that's <laughs> an arc. That's a character arc right there. That's a one-episode character arc. From when he appeared earlier in season three, being the first in a three-heightening that de-escalated <laughs> to now. It's true. I think he, yeah, it was baby teeth, 
uh, fists and then Jeff. <laughs> Should have been the third in that one. I think whatever. it would have been funny if he was like, oh, that's Jeff Bezos. He just keeps, he'll cut you dry for blood. Oh, God. Um, and my favorite moment was probably Cheryl cussing out that random girl who tried <laughs> yes, to enter the bathroom. Because yes. it never got any follow-up. Yeah, it just no kind of was this <laughs> It was this moment in the show where she's so mean to this girl and she's not part of the farm. Yep. She's just a random student at Riverdale and Cheryl just fucking cuss. And she, we never see her ever again. Mm-hmm. It's great. Time. I love it. All right. Candace. <laughs> okay. So my MVP is Jughead and hear me out here. He, oh. He's stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. Um, you know, he can't tell his dad that his mom is just out here starting a drug war in Riverdale. And so he's mm-hmm. got to, you know, so he's got to go in and take it into his own hands. Is he doing it the completely wrong way? Yes. Absolutely. Did he kill some civilians? <laughs> Possibly. Um, but you know what? He's he's out here trying and I have to give it to him. Props. Props to my man because uh, his girlfriend was a dumb dumb this episode and everybody else also dumb this episode. So... Um, my favorite part yeah. was seeing Mad Dog again. Uh, Mad Dog. I miss him so much. He's yeah. so hot. I was so happy that he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, that's what we need. Yep. All right, Bridget. My MVP in this episode is Kurtz because he <laughs> fucking yeeted <laughs> yeah, ye- ye- Jughead out of that window. <laughs> yes. He saw that window and he went, yeet. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, so I appreciate, obviously, how many incels do we know that can do that? Most incels require vehicles to do damage. Kurtz, just through the sheer enrage oh, yeah. of his small dick, was able to launch himself in another 150 pound boy out of a window. Yep. So that I salute. Um, is it my favorite moment? Maybe two. Uh, I do kind of want to give up uh, the uh, interview of Evelyn versus Betty. Yes. That is good. really funny where she's like, name. Okay. Betty Cooper, age 16. Mm-hmm. Do you describe yourself as a cold bitch? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. you say that you're Occupation? A I mean, we're done here. <laughs> like, it's just such a stupid time. What a waste yeah, for both of their times. It's just like, I think they really wanted to write an L versus Kira, but they just kind of stumbled. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, they stumbled on this fumble. <laughs> it was yeah. a bumble. It was a bumble. They tumbled into this um, fumbled into this bumbled. <laughs> oh, no. uh, but that's it for this week's episode. So do for next week where we do season three, episode eighteen, Whoa. Jawbreaker. <gasps> Yay! Ah. Whoa! Uh, so thank you for that. Bye. Bye. Riverdale Rudes is hosted by Bridget Can, Candace Speaks, and Chris Middleton. You can find us on all social media at RD Riverdale. If you want to support us, you can follow us on patreon.com slash rdriverdale. If you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at riverdalerudedudes at gmail.com. You better do it. (laughs) (laughs) I burped in the middle of that. Bye.